Imagine the most powerful kings and queens in the history of the human history, right? They have anything they wanted, but one thing they couldn't stop is aging. But this is the first time in history we can not only extend your lifespan, but really make the time that you have on earth so much more vibrant. Welcome to the Rebel Health Coach Podcast with Tom Underwood. Armed with truth and knowledge, your journey to a healthy lifestyle can be obtained. Preventative wellness, quality nourishment, and daily fitness routines dramatically improve your outlook on life as a whole. And you'll find the support and info you need to accomplish a healthier lifestyle here. Together, we can empower each other along our journey to an amazing you. Welcome to episode number 141 of the Rebel Health Coach Podcast. Today's episode is going to be on stem cell therapy. One of the most amazing developments in medicine today is stem cell therapy and our ability to use life itself to regenerate our bodies. But there come some questions with that. What are some of the conditions that can be treated with stem cell therapy? Is stem cell therapy safe and legal? Those are some of the questions we're going to answer in today's episode and much, much more. Because today I am joined by regenerative medicine expert and founder of Chara Biologics, Dr. Joy Kong, to discuss her work with stem cell therapy and how it can help people stay healthy while regenerating their bodies. Dr. Joy Kong is a UCLA-trained, triple-board-certified physician, anti-aging and stem cell specialist, an educator and a CEO and founder of FIA Center for Regenerative Medicine in California. She focuses her efforts on prevention of aging as well as chronic diseases that no one else has been able to help people heal. Dr. Joy Kong believes that completely healing can only come from looking at the whole person, mind, body, and soul, which I love very much because that is so true. This has allowed Dr. Joy to address the root causes of health issues and lead her patients to a fuller, more vibrant lives. Also, just before we start, I have been using some Chara Biologics face cream called Chara Omni. I've been using it for about two weeks now. And this is some components of regenerative stem cell components in it. It also has some other healthy things for your skin. So it's not toxic for your skin, which I am strictly against because we, our skin is a huge mouth. You are what you absorb. So when you put things on your skin, including facial products and including suntan lotions, they are absorbed into your skin, into your gut, into your body and everywhere else. So therefore your skin is a giant mouth. Now, in saying that, I've been trying this in the morning and a little bit in the evening, and I have been noticing some developments in my fine lines and wrinkles and my jowls, which my jowls could probably use a lot more than just some cream, but I'm not going to do anything else to them because they are who I am. So I am using this product to see how it works, and it's working very, very well. I highly recommend this cream for your aging skin. 
or your skin periods so it doesn't age. But in saying that, I am offering you a 10% coupon code, which is REBEL10. That will save you 10% off of all Chara Biologics products. So check it out at charaomni.com. That's charaomni.com, and I will post a link in the show notes. Thank you very much for listening. I appreciate it very much. I hope you enjoy this episode, and please take a minute and rate and review my show. It means a great deal to me, and enjoy your Memorial Day weekend and your summer. See you in a couple weeks. Dr. Joy Kong, I am so very geeked today to have you on here with me. Welcome to my podcast, the Rebel Health Coach Podcast. I have another rebel with me, Dr. Joy Kong. <laughs> How are you today? I'm doing fantastic. Yeah, a rebel for sure. <laughs> well, you are a very intelligent rebel, triple board certified. That's insane. Uh, board certified in psychiatry and neurology, addiction medicine, and anti-aging and regenerative medicine. Yes, cover a lot of grounds. Yes. <laughs> And a 2021 stem cell doctor of the decade. That's amazing. Thank you. So I want to talk about stem cells today here. But before we go on, I want to know, because I was digging a little bit into you, I found one of your side projects you have. Or Chara Omni? Chara Omni. Chara Omni, yeah. Chara Omni. Chara, so Chara Biologics is the stem cell company I founded. Okay. And- Charomni is the stem cell cream that I really was created for myself because I couldn't <laughs> find a good cream. I just wanted, you, you, you go to A4M, you know, all these right. meetings, how much all these synthetic components that's in day-to-day products, how much damage it can do. So I just wanted to avoid them. And I found it really hard to find a product that doesn't have them. And when I found something that doesn't have any artificial ingredients and they don't seem to be stable. So I get all these samples and they all segregate into different layers. So that made me afraid to put on my face. So then that's when I thought I better make this myself since I have some of the best ingredients available to me, including stem cell components and peptides. And then I just went to town with all these natural herbs and, you know, and natural oils and antioxidants. So that's the hundred percent natural cream. And it's all in one container. Yeah. And I, I, I always dislike the fact that people were having this complicated, complex skin regimen where they are, they wash their face, which is fine, but then they put a layer of toner and serum and cream. And to me, that was just unnecessary. It was just a way of making more money. So I wanted to give people something here, just put this on. It's going to give you all that all in one. So that's what I did. Deep penetrating, anti-inflammatory, wrinkle erasing, all these anti-pigmentation. So I put everything in one. You're right, though. I mean, most of the cream, most of the face things you use for your skin on your face, and and I use it because I'm getting, I'm 63, I've got some jowls going on. I buy some of that stuff, and and I buy the healthy, the healthiest stuff I can find. Men don't want to deal with three or four or five tubes or three or four tubes. We want just give us this and put it on the face and let's go. 
You know, that's right. That's uh, right. I'm definitely going to look into that. because uh, That's why I made it unisex. I mean, it's a silver bottle with black writing and just, it's gorgeous. And we have a new formula I'm putting online. It's anti-pigmentation's gold bottle. It's gorgeous. But yeah. And a lot of busy moms, they don't want to sit there in the morning layer after layer. They just want to put something on and go and you know, right. take, take care of their children. Yeah. That's amazing. Before we dig in though, I really want to ask you, what was your catalyst for first going into being coming a doctor and also then diving into stem cell surgery and anti-aging medicine, stem cell therapy, I keep calling it surgery, sorry, and all these other cutting-edge modalities? I think the catalyst, first of all, as, since I was a little kid, I just felt there's this little healer in me. When I was doing massages for my mom, she had chronic back pain. Just when I was giving her a massage, I just felt like this thing inside of me that I can heal her. I can, I have this power in me. So that's always with me. And I love people. I love science and I love technology. So medicine is a place where you can put everything together, right? right. There's people and their psychology. Of course, I went into psychiatry and then all this scientific research and discoveries. And to put everything together is very exciting. So the catalyst to going into a more regenerative and more holistic approach is really kind of almost in my blood because I grew up in China. I spent my first 20 years in Beijing. Our family's medicine drawer, there's everything. There's Western medicine, Eastern medicine. Everything is all mingled together. And my mom would ask me when I have something wrong, I need the help. And then she would just ask my symptoms and she would reach into the drawer. She would either pick up Chinese medicine or some kind of Western medicine, depending on the situation. There's really no no one form is superior than the others because some work better for some situations, some others. So I've always grown up with a sense that both have merits. And of course, I like the philosophy behind Eastern medicine, which is looking at the body as a complex whole, that every system can be connected to different organs are connected together. They influence each other. So it looks at the body in a much more complex way. So it looks like from a little bit distance, whereas Western medicine is going in into the cellular level and looking at something that's very linear, which is helpful in certain situations, but you can get lost in all these linear, a thousand linear relationships. If you look at, we mentioned ketamine therapy. If you look at a chart of a doctor trying to explain how ketamine is influencing the brain, there are a thousand things on that chart. One can do increase the level of this and, and, and hit the receptor of that. And then you just get lost. You don't know what's doing what. So you have to back off a little bit. So I, I like that zooming in and backing off. I want to combine these different approaches and something like stem cell therapy it's like the perfect combination. It's, it's, it's something there are mechanisms from these molecular level, from these signals the cells can secrete. But then also from the grander scheme, we all came from stem cells. Somehow they carry the intelligence to create a whole human. So we also know they carried intelligence to repair the body. So, so they're helping the body in a more holistic way because they're secreting a thousand different molecules all at once. And they're affecting a thousand linear relationships. It's like the biggest bang for your buck. It's got everything that I think a, a healer would want, right. which is the science and the addressing the web combined. Yeah. It's a, I like that theory because our bodies 
are created in a way that will heal itself given the right environment. And most allopathic physicians, and they're great for triage. If you get, you know, you need stitches, okay, boom, we'll stitch it up. But I, I just don't, I think that they overlook the fact that there's many other things going on that are causing the disease inside of us. And they, and to put pill, top of pill on top of pill and not look at what it's actually doing to the body is that's just wrong. I mean, and I agree with you hundred percent with the Western med or Western medicine, or is it Eastern medicine? Yeah. I think what, like you said, the Western medicine, I think has a more antagonistic kind of view saying, well, your body needs fixing. So I'm going to give your drug to right. fix it. Whereas Eastern medicine, more holistic medicine is saying, Hey, your body is going to work really well. If we just remove the obstacles. Right. Right. Okay, let's dig into stem cells. Is stem cell therapy legal and safe? So research on stem cell therapy has been going on for decades. The first stem cell therapy this treatment was really bone marrow transplant, and that was in the 1960s. So it it's, has a long history, but people didn't know that they were doing stem cell therapy at the time. So late later on, people realized, oh, in bone marrow, there are these stem cells, the hematopoietic progenitor cells, they are forming, they can form all these different lineages of all the cells in the blood. And then they started to dig in and they realized, oh, so the fertilized egg, that's our first stem cell. And from that, you can form a ball of cells and they're all stem cells. They all have incredible potentials. So at a certain point when the fetus developed to a degree that you have all these organs, right? All these end organs are forming. And then you have the stem cells to form the organ cells. So in our human body, currently anybody, we all have stem cells in our body, but the number has drastically declined as you age. The stem cells in the body has all these like hierarchies. Some are really potent, can develop into all kinds of cells, and some are single purpose. Let's say the liver stem cells can only de develop into a liver cell. And then there's this very interesting category of stem cells called mesenchymal stem cells. And they are right now kind of the holy grail of stem cell therapy at least currently, the field is rapidly developing, but at least right now, everyone is looking at mesenchymal stem cells because these are the cells that are all over your body. So anywhere you have blood vessels, you have these mesenchymal stem cells. They're really kind of a special class of cells on its own because they have this purpose of helping your body to regenerate in a concerted way. So I call them the conductor in the symphony of regeneration, because what they do is that they hover around your blood vessels. I always think of them as geckos, you know, holding on the wall of the <laughs> blood vessels. And so their hands along the wall, they're sensing what's going through your blood vessels. So if there are signals showing that there are places that were inflamed or injured, then they get a signal. So they could squeeze themselves into the blood vessel and like a salmon swimming upstream, get to the place where the signals are strongest and then get out to start to provide repair function in that location. But when they are huddling over the blood vessels, they also have other hands and many hands and they have other hands that are touching the local environment and seeing what's going on locally. So they're always in this in-between of what's going on in the whole body and what's going on in the local and organ place. So they truly talking about the web, they have sensor on this web. So 
these have high numbers when we were born. When we were born, every one in 10,000 cells is this mesenchymal stem cell. And then when we reach our teenage years, it dropped to one in 100,000. So it's tenfold less. Wow. So your regeneration, your ability to regenerate when you were a teenager compared to your when you were born is way, way less. And then when you reach your 40s, it becomes one in 400,000. And when you reach your 80s, it becomes one in 2 million. So people are running out of stem cells. That's one reason people age. Because if you think of what causes aging, all the environmental toxins and hormone, you know, everything results in damage, right? Cells are not keeping up, but if you're able to regenerate new cells to repair, then all of a sudden you're whole again, but we're running out of these engines that drive the repair. So this is why stem cell therapy is so powerful because boom, I can give you what you're missing. Your body are running out these signals, these intelligence, and then I can give you back some of the intelligence. That's why it's so exciting. That is exciting. So you can make me smarter as I get old? <laughs> We're all smart in all kinds of different ways, but if you lost some bar marbles, it could yeah. very well bring you back some of your marbles. <laughs> <laughs> well, I noticed that I'm starting to, like prepping for these shows of like, Okay, what was I going to ask? <laughs> so I could use some stem cells in my brain. Oh, gosh, we all can. And actually, I've been using it since I was um, 45. I'm 50. Okay. So for the last five years, every three months, I give myself IV stem cell injections. And research has shown when you do regular IV stem cells from a younger source, you revert your body back to the younger state. And not only it can extend lifespan by about 30%. Of course, they did this in animals, you know, rats and mice, because they only live for about 24 months. So you can examine how much it can extend lifespan. So when they give them younger mice or rats stem cells, then these rats live for about 30% longer. Not only they live longer, they look fantastic. They are smarter, they're moving better. And when they examined the brain and the muscles of these animals. They found that when you look at different markers like growth factors, mm. inflammation markers, neurotransmitters, and both are returned. So they are, the levels have reverted back to the younger levels because the levels change, right? More inflammatory markers, higher inflammation, and then a lower regeneration. And everything was reverted back to the younger state. So this is backed by science. It's not that we think this is going to happen. This is, has been proven. This is pretty like, like what well, I'm trying to come up with the word, but it's like the Jet <laughs> George Jetsons and the Jetsons. Remember the Jetsons? This is like futuristic stuff. Yes. It is. I always, I will always say this is so incredible because imagine the most powerful kings and queens in the history of the human history, right? They have anything they wanted, but one thing they couldn't stop is aging. They were sending people out. They were trying to bathe in whatever milk and, you know, they were doing everything, but they had no idea of the stem cells. They don't have it. So everybody age and decline and they die or get sick. 
but this is the first time in history we can actually give you back what you were lacking and really extend, not only extend your lifespan, but really make the time that you have on earth so much more vibrant and full of power, right? The power of your body and your mind. So I'm really not that interested in living very long. It doesn't matter to me. I want to have a good time when I'm here. That's all I care about. Who doesn't? I mean, that's (laughs) that's what life's about is having a good time. Yes. Uh, One thing that intrigues me the most, and let's talk about, let's go a little deeper on the stem cells here. We just kind of hit like a higher view of them. But let's talk about healing aspects of it. Like, Mm -hmm. let's talk about some of the conditions that stem cells can be used for. And because there's a lot of things that we're dealing with as we age, heart, liver, kidneys, cancer, arthritis, Parkinson's, uh, diabetes, fibromyalgia, and stem cells can pretty much repair any of that, can't they? Yeah. So first of all, I have to be very cautious because this is a disclaimer. I'm not making any claims that stem cells can treat any of these conditions. The only thing that stem cells has been given the okay by the FDA for was blood disorders. So for people with, you know, blood cancer, some kind of, you know, blood forming problems, and they are able to get people bone marrow transplant or umbilical cord blood transplant. So all these young cells, hematopoietic progenitor cells are able to form these new blood cells. So that's the only thing that's FDA approved, but have there been a lot of clinical studies all around the world for the last few decades on other cell types? Yes. And one of the major cell type is mesenchymal stem cells. So that said, what I use in the clinic, majority is mesenchymal stem cells because they're so powerful. And I think you asked a question about whether or not it's legal. It is legal. If the cells have not been manipulated, which means that you are obtaining the cells from the donor. In this case, I use umbilical cord derived stem cells because it's, it's the best source. I've looked at a lot of clinical studies comparing to you know different cell types between adult cells and birth tissue cells, and within the birth tissue umbilical cord, you know that's attached to placenta, that probably has the most powerful components. And the umbilical cord stem cells. You're trying to extract cells from the cord. And if you don't use any enzymes, you don't use any chemicals, you're not really changing the cells in any way. You're carefully separating the cells from the connected tissue surrounding it. And then that's it. And then you freeze the cells a little bit, just like people freeze their eggs and sperm, right? It's the same process. You freeze them by lowering the temperature by one degree per minute. So it's almost imperceptible to the cells, but gradually slows down their metabolic activity until the point their activity is zero, but everything, all the structure has been preserved, has not been damaged. And then by the time we're going to use it, you thaw it out really rapidly and boom, all their activity come back to what it was. So that's the process. So if you do that, you're not using chemicals and enzymes and you didn't expand the cells, which means you grow the cells to large numbers. The FDA believes that if you grow the cells to large numbers, you're manipulating the cells, which is true because when you grow them, a lot of things can happen. They can change. They rarely divide symmetrically you know, into one cell, into two identical cells. They often divide into one stem cells and one daughter cell. So there's all these changes happening. So you're changing the characteristic of the cells. And then that's no longer 
a tissue transplant because FDA says, okay, now you're creating a drug. Now you need drug study. And a lot of companies don't want to do that. That's why you have all these people going overseas to receive these mm. expanded cells because they can do it in other countries, but they can't in the U.S. unless they do a clinical study, which is costly to conduct. So what I use in a clinic is unmanipulated cells that have never been changed in any way. And then when I transplant that into another person, the FDA says, okay, that's fine. That's tissue transplant. It's probably not that different from the blood transfusion, right? It's, it's about the same thing. You just from one person to another. And because these cells are so primitive, they don't, especially the mesenchymal stem cells. And from these early first day, they cut the cord and then the baby's is happy and, and healthy, but the birth tissue usually will be thrown away, but we utilize those tissue and process cells out of that. So when we do that, we're just transplanting from one person to another, and that's completely legal in the US. But because the cell number is small, so a lot of companies want to provide this large number, not only sounds great, instead of giving the person 20 million cells, they're giving the person 200 million cells, but also cut cost. Because imagine you can grow mm -hmm. a small number of cells into a huge number, and then you can portion out a little bit from that huge number, and you can treat 100 people. Imagine how little the cost is. And it's just crazy how overseas they charge about three times as much as what we charge, at least what I charge in the clinic. So not only the quality is different, but it's much more expensive. So I mean, they're making insane amount of money. So that's, that's insane. <laughs> but a lot of people don't know. Right. And I have a question came to mind while we were talking about this. Is there like criteria that these, that the umbilical cord has to meet? Oh yeah. Very strict criteria. Okay. So from, we only accept tissue from U S born babies. So there, there has to be in the continental U S and so where mothers usually are getting good prenatal care. So regular checkup every month, they see their doctor. And so these mothers have been screened for a lot of infectious diseases and they make sure that their health is good. And we only accept mothers that are young. So no more than age 30. And we only basically when a mother is about to give birth. So in all these U S hospitals and birthing clinics, they're asked if they want to donate. Well, first they're asked if they want to preserve the cord and the cells for their baby for the future. And because it's very expensive, about a few thousand dollars a year, a lot of them, a majority of them says no. And then they're asked if they want to donate the tissue. So, so this is pure donation. They can't be compensated in any way, not even a little gift, because in the U.S., the sale of human tissue is illegal. So you can't you know, receive compensation for your donation. So these women, there's no incentive for them to lie to get compensated for it, right? So this is pure donation. They are asked to fill out this extensive questionnaire that includes information of their own health history, their own travel history, their work history, their toxic exposures, and also their family history, their partner's history, the prenatal history. So anything you can imagine that can affect that little core is asked. So only when the answer is perfect, that they don't have any concerning issues, that's when at least our company actually accepted. And once it's accepted, 
we only accept tissue, but basically we only allow a cesarean section an elective cesarean section because we want to preserve the sterility of the field. We don't want all the birth tissue and everything to go through the, the birth canal, which carry a lot of you know microbes. So we only accept tissue from elective C-section. And then once the tissue is obtained, when the baby's born, healthy, the cord is cut, and then everything is put in a saline bag and on ice, to be overnight shipped to the laboratory. And that's where they screen all kinds of infectious diseases as strict of screening as all the organ transplants. So let's say you get a liver transplant, they are required to screen these different infectious agents. And so the tissue bank that process these will do the same testing. And if there's something that's not right, the result is not good, then everything is tossed. But if everything is good, the tissue is processed, then they're sent to another lab for sterility testing to make sure that the lab did not introduce new microbes, right? There's mm -hmm. no contamination. So they have to test for all these microbes and, and also endotoxins, which you know are, are toxins produced by bacteria. So that would take a few weeks to come back. And only after that is, is back and is good, that's when there can be any sale or any of the products, any use of the product. That's the general process. Wow. <laughs> wow. So... Can they write the cord off on their taxes? <laughs> donating it? <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to go there. All right. Now, the real question, though, here is, what is the shelf life of these? Are they, well, do, you, do they freeze them? Yeah, once you freeze them, you put them in liquid nitrogen, it's almost indefinite. So we say 30 years, but okay. it's pretty much indefinite. I mean, you've known people have, you know, frozen their sperm or eggs, right? For right, decades right. and it can be used. It's the same thing. Okay. Now, is there the other two, what's the other type of stem cell then other than the umbilical cord? So the umbilical cord, all the tissue sources will give you somewhat of a variety of cells. So mesenchymal stem cells from the umbilical cord is the major cell type. Okay. There are also some fibroblasts, which can help form all these connective tissue, right? The collagen building cells and the cartilage and all that. So, and then endothelial progenitor cells, which can form the interior, the wall of the blood vessels. So there's a variety of cell types. And then from umbilical cord blood, there's hematopoietic progenitor cells that can form all kinds of, you know, blood cells. And they're also what's called mononuclear cells. These are early cell types that can form all the white blood cells. So there are different cell types that are included in a particular tissue product. If you get uh, mesenchymal stem cells from fat, there are a lot of mesenchymal stem cells also about 20%. And then the rest is a combination of those other cells. And if you get from bone marrow there, again, bone marrow's composition is very similar to umbilical cord blood. And they're at most 1%. Uh, as you age, it, it also declines drastically. So there's at most 1% of mesenchymal stem cells. And there another, maybe 1% of hematopoietic progenitor cells, and the rest usually is mononuclear cells. So those are kind of the typical varieties. I'm assuming that this is not cheap and it's not covered by insurance. Not yet. So unless a person has had blood cancer or a blood disorder, 
that okay. the insurance company may cover because it's FDA approved indication for everything, just about everything else, unless you have some extraordinary insurance. I know some very wealthy people have some really interesting insurance plans and they may cover it, but that's very rare. Okay. One question I, that's coming to my mind is like, how about like traumatic, traumatic brain injury? It's, yeah. Have you seen so, some things with traumatic brain injury? Yes, definitely. I, it's actually very powerful. So I have a video. So if people go on my YouTube channel, Joy Kong MD, there is a, a testimonial of this young man who had traumatic brain injury. And when he was 16, he had a car crash where his spleen basically was destroyed and, and shoved into his chest cavity. And his car was literally wrapped around the tree. So he lost a lot of function. And so when I saw him, he was 26. He he was an athlete and then that stopped a lot of things. So he recovered pretty well for the first you know, year or two because he worked very hard, very disciplined, and then he plateaued. So for the eight years before I saw him, he just plateaued and he walked with a limb. He had poor balance, hiking is difficult and just struggling. And then when I gave him the stem cell therapy, even that day, he's, he couldn't believe that even on he's taking the train back to San Diego, he realized his gait was more steady and faster. And usually he was kind of shoveling and slow. And he, that was within a few hours of the treatment. And he started noticing all kinds of improvement. His roommate noticed his gait, how that has changed because he was shuffling. They could tell that he was coming and he was always spilling water. And then he was doing really well, that he sounded like a normal person's gait and been hiking more sure-footed and all that, his balance and his mental, even mental clarity. So a lot of good changes. And um, I actually started a, a study we're looking at stem cells, a benefit in traumatic brain injury. So that involves three IV infusions of stem cells and mesenchymal stem cells actually has a way of crossing the blood brain barrier. But in our therapy, we can also utilize things like mannitol pre-infusion to open up the blood brain barrier to allow more cells to get into the brain. So you do need to get a few sessions in. It's going to, brain is a very slow healing organ. And one wave of treatment may produce benefit, but you would need several to create a more profound change. So that's traumatic brain injuries. Definitely, it's one of my passions in helping people because I've seen that it can really help. And the number of people that have traumatic brain injury it's probably profound. Veterans, that's a huge problem in veterans. Even in basic training, from the gun recoil, they can get traumatic brain injury. And I, I actually found out that I have traumatic brain injury from scan. And it's just, it's, in, it's incredible that a lot of people don't even know that they may have injured themselves. You know, as kids, who knows, you know, were we dropped? Did we do something stupid? And a lot of people don't remember. So it's actually a bigger problem than you think. People struggling with mental clarity, ADHD, or even mood disorders probably has a lot of them have traumatic brain injury. They don't even know. How many treatments does it take? Let's take me, for example, I'm going to go here. Let's take me, for example, I'm going on 63. My brain's not as, doesn't remember as much as it used to. I can tell you that for sure. And I use like nootropics and I do a lot of different biohacking things. One of my favorites is this uh, canatine blue from Troscriptions, which is methylene blue, which helps me get through podcasts like this with a clear mind without getting foggy. It helps generate questions. It, it really helps me mentally. 
Mm-hmm. But if I were to get a treatment, what would that, I mean, what does it feel like when, I mean, does that restore my brain? I always, I- yeah, I always look at how severe the problem is. If someone uh-huh. already has a diagnosis and have a particular, all these whole full set of symptoms, then we may need to hit them with two to three sessions initially about uh-huh. a month apart. But if somebody is generally doing really well, doesn't really have major issues and we can utilize it as an anti-aging tool, then people come to me every six months or some are more proactive or their body degrades faster because they don't take good care of themselves. They may come back every four months or every three months. I have somebody that's really highly motivated. So he comes back every two months. So it really depends on how proactive you want to be. Okay. That's where I wanted to go next is anti-aging therapy for stem cells. Memory is one of them. Skin is another, probably, right? Yes, definitely skin what, and hair. What else is there for anti-aging that would this works? What do you use it for? I mean, well, it's anti-aging is for everything. Imagine, <laughs> I'll just give you an example of how the stem cells work, so then you can get right. an idea. So, stem cells, these mesenchymal stem cells, first of all, they're highly anti-inflammatory. Inflammation is the driving force of aging, right? That's right. why there's. It's, they coined the phrase inflammaging because that's what's driving it. So if you can calm the inflammation, which is throughout the body, then you can slow down the aging process. And these mesenchymal stem cells also are immune modulating. So they balance the immune system because as we get older, mm. our inflammation markers go up and our immune system just start to tilt toward the inflammatory aspect rather than anti-inflammatory aspect. So if you can't get yourselves out of this raging inflammation, then you can't really regenerate, right? The body just, you can't have the two processes happen at the same time. So, so it helps you modulate your immune system where if your immune system is not sufficient, it's not strong enough, it's too weak, it helps boost the system. If it's overactive, it's too much, then it calms it down. So, so that's another aspect. And then it also has this angiogenic potential, where it helps form new blood vessels. As we get older, that's another reason erectile dysfunction, the blood vessels are not working as well. And they're also are reducing in, in number and in the, in the web they form. But this can help you form new blood vessels. Then you imagine supply oxygen, nutrients, and remove toxins from all over the body, including the brain and, and all your end organs. And then it has antimicrobial uh, properties, so it can directly help you fight microbes, infections. And it has anti-cancer properties, so we all know that cancer is a common occurrence or precancerous changes in all our bodies. But if your immune system is strong, then you get rid of them, right? So it has direct anti-cancer properties. And they also have what's called anti-apoptotic, so, so that's anti-programmed cell death. If the tissue is somewhat damaged, a lot of times the cells receive a signal saying, okay, now you should go on and die. So there's this cascade where stem cells can come in saying, oh, okay, the tissue is a little bit damaged, but should be salvaged. We can salvage a tissue and then it produces chemicals to prevent them from going on programmed cell death. Like in stroke victims, when the neighboring mm. cells next to the ischemia is getting signals and all this calcium influx and they think they should die, the stem cells can come in and reverse that process and preserve these damaged cells. 
So, so there are all these the full range of properties. So that's why the anti-aging process can be so powerful, right? You're reducing inflammation, you're balancing your immune system. And, and the, the way cells promote these benefits is a lot of it is through exosomes. So these are little pieces you know, of, right. of packets that's pinched off of cell membrane. So the cell membrane will form a little bubble and have contains all these growth factors and microRNAs and put them into this little packet and they get pinched off and they get sent to other cells where they fuse with other cell membranes and then deliver the information right to other cells. But not only they can do that, and give them growth factors, the microRNA that's contained in these little packets also can go into the cell nucleus and directly interact with the host DNA. So the, the new person who's getting this, these microRNA, these microRNA can actually help repair DNA. So change wow. methylation patterns. Methylation, that's right. what's driving the epigenetic and driving the, the, right. change, the aging process in the DNA. It can help repair and bring it back to the younger, less damaged state. And what's also really cool from these cells is that we all heard about mitochondria decline, right? Mitochondria, right. you know, our mitochondria wear out. They decrease in number, they get sluggish, and they're just not helping to drive all these functions in our body. These infused, these new cells actually have been shown to transfer their micro mitochondria. So these fresh new mitochondria, they've shown that on, caught that on electron microscopy, that these little mitochondria are traveling across microtubules that gets into the host cells. So the host cell is getting a new mitochondria transfer. They've shown that like macrophages, these immune cells. So they're energized by this new crop of mitochondria. So all these different aspects are how the cells is able to rejuvenate the body. Wow. So that's, that's why crazy. Aging, yes. <laughs> that's crazy. Right? What about like so plaque? I mean, yeah. If you have so plaque, research has it, definitely it, shown because I, I teach a lot of doctors. I, I founded an academy, American Academy of Integrative Cell Therapy. So I have a whole collection of different articles about different conditions and all the research that's going on from around the world. And when you talk about cardiovascular conditions, definitely for atherosclerosis, they've shown the plaque start result, you know, dissolving, dissolving. and reduce in, in the aortic root. I have pictures I can show you that it was very clogged up. And after stem cell therapy, it shrunk to probably 10% of what it was. So it's powerful. Wow. That's craziness. <laughs> that's, that's probably the, yeah, that's amazing. One question, I, I threw this out there to some of my functional medicine peeps today, actually, before we got on here. And I said, is there any questions you'd like to ask? And the one question was, how do you feel these therapies will translate to functional wellness and supporting the body to heal? But we pretty much just covered that. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. I mean, this is amazing concept. And it's, yeah, and it's, like, it's, it's almost it's, like futuristic. It's revolutionary because I tell people, I said, throughout human history, all we have been able to do is to either give a chemical, which is a drug, right? Or a group of chemicals, which are herbs. So we have never given intelligence itself because intelligence is contained in the DNA. The DNA is the most energy dense substance in the universe. And what's energy? That's information, right? right? Energy, that's intelligence. So contained in that DNA, just imagine how that single fertilized egg 
know how to make a human. Right. How the hell didn't know. Right. So that type of intelligence is embedded in the DNA and how this is the first time in human history that we are able to tap into that kind of profound intelligence. So when I give people a stem cell infusion injection, I'm injecting intelligence. I'm not injecting cells. I'm injecting intelligence. Wow. So let's, I, I really hate to ask this question, but what is a, a, a therapy cost? So depending on what you're doing and how much product is required, that really is based on a person's body weight, their age and their health condition. Okay. So you can imagine the older they are, the more they will need because they are very depleted and the sicker they are, the more inflammation they have, then the more cells would need, would need to do the work because inflammation is actually toxic, not right, only right. to your own cells, but also to these new cells. So these, these cells, when they're fighting your battle, there's a nutrition rate. So if you have all these problems all over your body, if we're giving certain number of cells, there's only so much they can do. So we have to do, we have to give more. So that really depends. So it ranges for like one um, joint injection. I charge $4,000. So that's the lowest end. And if we're doing infusions, a person may require three cc's, four cc's of stem cells, and that cost can go up to, to 12,000, even approaching 15,000. So that's kind of the range. Now, how long does it, if, if I were to come in and want to be able to remember or remember things better and not blabber so much, but what would 20,000 and how long would it last? Well, how long it lasts? Okay. I mean, is there like a... Okay, I'll just give you the, the approximate number. The cells generally live in your body for about three months. Okay. And their effect, because they also secrete all these exosomes, you know, all these things they're doing, including changing your DNA. So if you we're talking about just the exosomes that they secrete and the effects from the exosome, that can last another three months. So, but with a DNA kind of rejuvenation and other, other changes that bring your body to a better state probably can last for nine months or a year, especially the better you take care of yourself, right. you're slowing down your aging process, then the longer the benefit will last. So this isn't like a magic wand for somebody that eats but McDonald's every day then. Well, there's no magic wand that can keep a person alive forever, right? right? So it's like, and then there's no magic wand that can completely right. stop the aging process. So right. because you're always aging, that's why we probably need the cells to prevent that decline. But if you have a problem, let's say it really depends on what we're treating. If, if somebody has a bad knee because of a sports injury and the person's in his forties and eating pretty healthy. So generally there's no other health issues Then I inject into the knee, the knees repaired. As long as the person is not damaging that knee again, we're done. We're completely done. Right. Of course, later on, the person may age, you know, around 60 or so, you know, maybe there's osteoarthritis. Osteoarthritis is actually an inflammatory condition. It's not a wear and tear condition. Right. It's a condition of the slowing down of regeneration. Because if you put a perfect, good knee construct in, the, in an osteoarthritic knee, guess what? That construct, that new structure is eaten up because it's inflammatory. The condition is not good for any cartilage. So, so this is the aging process is going to always be there. So how do you bring that back to a younger state so you don't degenerate? So that's the game that we have to play. 
I mean, it boils down to, you know, you are what you eat and taking care of your body, sleep, stress. That's Absolutely. All, right. You have to hit, you have to live those every day. You can go have a pizza. I mean, people think you can't cheat or you could go have some bourbon and cigar, but you can't do it every day. Let's close with this. Cause I know you've got a busy schedule and it's early afternoon out there in LA. What would you like to leave the listeners with? Like, like where to find you will be in the show notes as well. Where can they get hold of you at? Her website is amazing. And also YouTube channel. And you started a podcast. Yeah. So the podcast right now, mostly I'm posting on YouTube, but very soon it's going to be available in the podcast channels. But I'm just starting as I'm interviewing some really incredible people. I'm going to put out at least one, one episode a week. So right now you can go to just joy Kong MD. That's the name of the channel uh, on YouTube. And I have a lot of videos educating people about stem cell therapy. And then also, you know, all the podcasts are there. My public lectures were there. So a lot of interesting things, but yeah. What do I want to tell people before we, we end? So I think there are a lot of misconceptions about stem cell therapy. A lot of people are confusing umbilical cord stem cells with embryonic stem cells. People are asking me, are these from aborted babies? No, these are from live, healthy babies. These tissue will be tossed into the biological waste, but now we know how to utilize them. That's what we're doing. But this is the, so far is the most ethical and most powerful source of stem cells. Not only is, is it more powerful than cells from your own body, which has gone through all the trials and tribulations that you've gone through in life, all the toxins and all the you know bad habits you've had, they have affected all your stem cells. So they're decreased in their potency, but they've also become more risky if you re-inject into your own body because they have lost some of the intelligence that are anti, you know, some of the anti-cancer capabilities. They've done direct comparisons between stem cells from a person's own body. In this case, they, they got it from the fat tissue. They put it next to cancer cells. It's a, a form of brain tumor, glioblastoma multiforme. They put it next to those cancer cells. And then they also got mesenchymal stem cells from umbilical cord and put it next to cancer cells. They compare how the cancer cells behave in, in the dish or even on animal body. They, they try it both ways, both in a Petri dish and on the animal's skin. The cells obtained from an adult, from the fat next to the cancer cells, the cancer grew. They got bigger and bigger. Whereas you use umbilical cord derived stem cells and put it next to cancer, the cancer start to shrink and go away. This is how different they are. This is why I'm so passionate about people getting the right source of stem cells and not rely on just hearing, oh, my person is from myself, so it must be better. No, yours doesn't work as well, and it can potentially make your existing cancer flourish. So mm -hmm. you don't want that. My mission of getting into the field is to make sure here, I'm a blank slate. I'm, I'm fresh new in this whole stem cell field. This is back six years ago. I was faced with the opportunity to pick the best source. And that's what I went out to find. What's the best source? There are people who are doing bone marrow derived stem cells. They've done that for a long time. And then there are people who are doing fat derived stem cells. They've done it for like a decade. And then here are these birth tissue cells. They're much newer, but which one is better? So I have a lecture 
called Are All MSCs Created Equal? I go through all these studies. I show you evidence. I sh- it's not about my opinion. It's about what science has shown. So I show you all these comparisons of how, how well they work, how many generations have left, how much growth factors they can produce, how anti-inflammatory they are, and also about their safety, about the cancer-promoting issue, because that's the, probably the most glaring issue that people talk about. Oh my God, is that going to exacerbate cancer? No, if you use birth tissue to drive stem cells, if you had some kind of fledgling cancer going on in your body, it's probably going to make it go away. So, so there's a huge difference. So I presented all the evidence. So I want people to know that do your research, pick what was the most effective and safest for yourself. Absolutely. That goes with everything though. So you go buy cheap vitamin or supplements, you're going to get cheap supplements. That's right? true. Yeah. So I appreciate you coming on today. My dog wanted to say hello. Did you see her feet? Come on. That's very cute. Yeah, it's great. She's like, hey, I got to go for a walk. Before I go, I have one question I ask all my guests, and it has nothing to do with the topic or health and wellness. But if Joy had 35, 30 to 45 minutes to kill or just chill out, what album or artist would you listen to? Oh, probably Eric Clapton. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing artist. She's named after the song Layla. Her name's Layla. Oh. I named her Layla. Oh, wonderful. He's my worrying mind from that was, uh, that wasn't Eric Clapton and the Dominoes, Derek and the Dominoes. Uh All right. Thank you very much. Appreciate (laughs) it. You're welcome. This is very, very fun. Yeah. Thank you for coming. If you want to come back and talk about ketamine, welcome to do so. Okay. I think that's a whole new, that's a whole new, that's another angle that needs, I mean, PTSD is growing. That's a regeneration of the mind. I'll I'll tell you a funny aspect about this because I, I did stem cell therapy for like for years. And what I realized was that I've got some wealthy, successful people and some are assholes. And no matter how much stem cells I give them, they're still (laughs) assholes. And I was like, am I contributing to the world? Am I making the world better place by helping them to live so much longer? So, so that, and then I came upon ketamine and that is a mind expanding, conscious expanding medication substance. And I've seen people change and becoming a better person. And that's what's really fun. I was like, great. Now I can integrate the body and the mind. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I love it. Thank you again. You're welcome. Thank you for joining in today with the Rebel Health Coach, Tom Underwood. And be sure to subscribe to the show so you can catch all the episodes. With desire and commitment, you can implement a lifestyle of wellness and fitness. For the support, encouragement, and tools you need to be successful, visit TomUnderwood.net.